Hi guys, and welcome to The Marketing Hive, a podcast for helping you navigate the world of digital marketing. We're your hosts, Amy Cook and Kate Smoothie, and today we're talking about how to sell without being salesy. So Kate, what is your one pet hate with people <laughs> trying to sell to you? Because I think this is going to be a ranty topic. It is. I don't even know if I can pick like what is my number one. I'm just going to pick the... So Amy and I talked a little bit about this before we came on the episode and I was already ranting about it. So I feel like <laughs> it's really fresh for me to rant about. Um, so one of the things that I really hate and actually... So Amy and I talked about this a lot in the past because it happens to us on post when we, we promote the podcast and that's how we both realised that we absolutely freaking hate when people do this. But so... Obviously, engagement on Instagram is a huge thing that people push. I don't even know if it's still relevant to the algorithm anymore. But if you don't know what I'm talking about, then it's the idea that you should engage on other people's posts in order to have your own posts boosted higher up the algorithm, have your own profile pushed up higher. People are more likely to see your content, blah, blah, blah. Now, I get all of that. Obviously, these social media platforms are all about encouraging conversation and connection. But there are so many people that use this tactic in completely the wrong way. So why on earth someone thinks that they can comment on every single one of my posts saying, great post, love this, and wow, yeah. <laughs> and all that kind of stuff, and that I'm in any way going to buy or even interact with their comment. I just don't even reply to those comments anymore. They really piss me off like in a way that it's probably a bit unhealthy how angry I get about it. But I know. I mean, I was going to say, we end up like clicking on each the person's profile and then sending it to each other like, they don't even follow us. Why am I this crap? It is literally so frustrating because especially I think if you know what the post is about, like, and if you say at the end of your caption a bit like, what are your thoughts on this? And then someone goes, this is so valuable. You're like, well, what the fuck does that mean? Like, that is not answering the purpose of this caption. So piss off and don't comment. Like, yeah. it's really, really annoying. And um, again, if you're doing that to, you know, build a community and get more brand awareness, do it in the right bloody way. Like, go and actually comment with value and purpose and build a connection with that person. If that is through commenting on their post, make sure you actually read the post before commenting. Like yeah. it's so annoying. It is so annoying. And people do it with stories as well. And I must admit, Instagram, I think is, is probably the worst offender. Yeah. You do also get it a little bit on LinkedIn, a lot less, but you do get it. And um, so you'll get people be like, this is super helpful or whatever. And what's a bit more difficult about LinkedIn is that people will put like a little bit more effort in, but you're ultimately yeah. you're still like, that feels like an engagement comment that doesn't feel authentic. Yeah. Um, and I think that's the real problem here is that the person on the receiving end of your comment can see straight through it. And while you might think you're boosting yourself up the algorithm, actually what you're doing is alienating the person whose post you're commenting on. Because at this point, I think most of us know that tactic. Yeah. Um, and with, sto with story replies, it's actually worse because I feel a lot more invaded. Like when they, when they send me a private message in reply to a story, like, wow, this is so interesting or whatever. And I'm just like, what? Well, I've had it before where people will um, DM me and be like, hi, Kate, I absolutely love your content. Like, And then they'll like go off immediately into like something else. And I'm like, oh, really? What video did you like? <laughs> I love doing that because then I won't get a reply for ages. And I'm like, well, that's funny because if I love someone's content, I can tell them straight away what I loved. And I'm probably fangirling over the fact they replied. And like, you yeah. know, like it just it. Yeah, for me, it is not something 
I want to include in my marketing strategy. It's not something I've done for a very long time because I think it was probably over a year ago now. I just got to the point where I was like, this doesn't feel authentic. It doesn't feel like me. And it's not something that I want to invest my time doing. Exactly. And yeah, it's not going to help you connect to that person, which is then going to want to purchase from you by like commenting oh I love this they're not going to be like oh this person wants to buy now like (laughs) how it works and that's the problem isn't it like the problem is when someone comments something like that on your content it often comes across like they might be a potential lead for you so when they're actually doing that to promote their own business yeah it's just a complete conflict in terms of what that's doing how how that's going to work for either side um and the other problem is you might be negatively affecting their algorithm because if they don't want to attract people like you and people like you are going to their posts and yeah, Instagram absolutely. thinks that people like you should be seeing their content. There's just so many reasons why it doesn't work. Yeah. Um, I'm not really sure. But actually, I don't know if there's like less of that happening now. I've noticed across the board that Instagram has got less people comment less on Instagram. Yeah. Now. So what I don't know is what does that mean for that engagement side of things anyway? Because does that mean that people who do it are boosting that post up and therefore it's better or does it mean that we're only getting those kind of comments now because like on our post where we're promoting the podcast we might only we might get a comment from someone like one of you guys is listening but I don't normally expect comments on Instagram anymore but we might occasionally get one from one of you guys it's like love this episode or this was brilliant or whatever but then yeah we get these random like spammy engagement ones where you're like I think someone commented and was like, I'm so excited for you two. Or that you'd, yeah. oh, and then looked, that was it. And then we looked and we were like, she doesn't even follow us. Why is she excited? She doesn't <laughs> <laughs> I think that's it. Like, if you are going to, I don't know with Instagram, like you say, with engagement, where it's going, who knows? That's a topic for another day, I guess. Um, but like, if you are going to comment just make sure you've like read the thing or you know the person or what because yeah it definitely was something like oh congratulations I'm so excited for you both or something really like it was like she knew us yeah she didn't know us and she didn't know us and that's that's what I think that might have even been why I initially looked at her profile because I was like oh my god (laughs) I seen she followed me because I was like she must know her really well yeah this is an example of how we do get we take it quite far we were like stalking our profile and whatever yeah, and actually yeah. it's like why did we even do that it's a complete waste of time <laughs> <laughs> I'd probably had a couple of glasses of wine and was just feeling a bit angry um, but actually leading on from that because I was I started to feel myself leaning into it and then I was like no I'm not going to because I'm not finished ranting about this but something else that kind of follows along the same line as that is when a person will on Instagram or LinkedIn. So you can't really do it on TikTok, which I think is one of the nice things about TikTok and why it's maybe hasn't gone in this direction. But they'll come into your DMs out of nowhere and just start selling to you. Um, On Instagram, I think it is most likely done through stories. So they might reply to a story and be like, wow, this is so interesting. And then before you know it, they're like, so how long have you been in business? And it immediately becomes clear that they're like leaning in to sell you something. And I can't imagine this tactic works ever. It completely puts me off. As soon as I realise that's where the conversation's going, I'm immediately like, they didn't mean it when they gave me their first response to my story. Like they probably sent this to like 10 people. Um, And I find it quite invasive. Like for me personally, I don't like to be approached in a cold way. Like as in, 
cold DM, cold email, whatever it might be, and tr- and someone trying to sell me something. I think it's because like it's that thing of you don't even know what I need or want. You're just assuming. Yeah. Um. You know, you haven't even got to know me, learned my business, you know, learned anything, and then you're just trying to sell to me. And I think it is that thing of you know just not knowing the audience or knowing the person you're talking to um and it does make you feel like that because yeah I've had so many and you just read it sometimes and you're just like all you've done is clicked on my profile and then just copied and pasted and I think that's another thing that annoys me it's not like that's it's not even personalized like they haven't even gone out to make the effort to personalize like it they might have maybe changed like hey Amy and then they'll change it to hey Kate but (laughs) other than that like the rest of it is literally a copy and paste to like probably 30 people or whoever you know however many people they've decided to send it to and I think that again picks you off because you're just like you can just see it doesn't like have any like context to it I guess yeah 100% and I think that that is a huge huge issue particularly on Instagram I think the selling through DMs trying to do that kind of thing and you also get people who it's very similar to the scammy messages that you get um do you ever get those I'm sure you probably do where they'll be like hey like we're looking for like Instagram models or we're looking for yeah someone to wear our t-shirt and and like you know those kinds of things where they're like just trying to promote random stuff they send it to everyone but they're like you look like the next influencer like can you sell um like talking on like cold emailing you'll get one where they're like hey love your instagram profile did you know we can help you increase it by x amount and you're like no you can't yeah yeah (laughs) I know yeah they're they're all kind of wrapped up into one actually I think those like well it's all cold it's cold cold selling isn't it cold selling yeah exactly um and I think the problem with it is in this day and age we all know what that looks like 10 years ago that probably worked really well maybe even five years ago but the generation of people now who are in business, most of them are savvy enough. You know, we're not having hackers call us up on our home phones and being able to hack into our computers and stuff like maybe our parents or our grandparents might have fallen for. Like we're a generation of people who have grown up with this and we know how to spot scams. And therefore that makes us very, I think we automatically have a negative approach to someone contacting us who we don't know anyway if you don't have a prior relationship with them and then on top of that when they're trying to sell you something I think like worst case scenario they're trying to like hack into your stuff or scam you or whatever get your card details best case scenario they're just trying to earn money out of you but they're not doing it in an authentic way where they know your business and there's no way someone can sell you something without knowing your business no, exactly. I always like to think of like cold DMs, cold emailing, like telephone sales. Yes. The second you pick up a telephone and they go, you know, hello, this is from, um, you know. Telephone warehouse. I get yeah, loads of telephone You're like, hang up. You're like, yeah. don't want to talk to them because that is literally what it is. Sending someone a DM is no different to you calling them and trying to sell over the phone. Like, I completely agree. It's not a strategy. It's think. not. It's mod- <laughs> it's literally modern day cold calling. Yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah. I absolutely hate it. So uh, in terms of how to sell without being salesy, that is one thing you 100% just don't do. So Amy and I have covered off 
we, so we've half covered off email marketing. We've got some more episodes to come on email marketing and ways to do that authentically with people who want to hear from you and are interested in what you do. That is the way that you're strategic about it and you're already nurturing like a warm lead. People that, oh God, haven't even mentioned this. The amount of people that email me asking to sell me SEO services. Yeah. And I, I actually, sometimes I get really pissed off with those, particularly if I think... <laughs> So it depends on who it is. If it's like a real generic, like they've sent out a mass email, which they probably all have. But on the odd occasion, I'll just reply and I'll be like, no, thanks. You haven't even looked at my website. Because I'm like, why would you try and sell me SEO? Or like people will be like, you've got a great website, but did you know you could show up number one on Google? I'm like, yeah, I fucking did actually. (laughs) That's what I help people do. Like literally, I can't help myself from replying. And I don't, I think because I want them to stop like doing it in general. So I get like really personally invested. In hope like they do stop. (laughs) (laughs) There's no way that they do. They're probably just like, oh, this is some snarky cow, whatever. But it makes me so angry. I just... I know that the SEO ones in particular yeah I was gonna say I think and that's it isn't it especially when people you just know because they haven't looked at what you do so you know that then when they're sending you something about something you do yeah it's uh fake um so I guess like because obviously we've mainly probably talked about social media I guess like the key takeaways for social media is to do it in an authentic way in terms of you know if you see someone and you think this is going to be someone who I'd love to work with, follow that person's account and build a relationship with them. Whether that is through, you know, liking their posts, you know, if they do a story that's something personal and you, you know, want to reply to it, but make sure it is authentic and actually for a reason. Don't just literally do it for the sake of doing it because it's not going to work. Um, Absolutely. Um, and I guess like this one is kind of like, I guess it is related to social media a bit as well, but there's other ways, there's other places, um, but like groups. So one I want to cover and I'll leave you to cover yours because <laughs> I love that one um, is um, like Facebook groups. Now I am a member of hundreds of Facebook groups. Um, I'm pretty sure from probably when I first started business, wanted to, you know, learn everything I can, but they are a really good place to get new potential work and stuff like that but I'm pretty sure groups probably have a lot more stricter rules on them now um but don't go into these groups or like just to sell and also not even just like big groups when I think about it sometimes I've I've found um people join like a group challenge to then just sell to them after people after the challenge like Um, I can't remember what it was I last joined one I think it was like a TikTok challenge or something but then after that there was like loads of TikTok people like oh this challenge was so good but if you want to help I can help you further and it's like this person's worked really hard to create this group and like build a challenge or something and then you've just come in and fucking bulldozed it basically (laughs) (laughs) you've just been like now you've brought me all the audience in I'm gonna elbow you out the way yeah that is really bad I have not seen that I am shocked I'm no so I am horrified I'm not (laughs) (laughs) I'm assuming this is exactly where because I'm so petty like we were talking about earlier with what I'll even look at someone's profile when I think it's a fake comment I would go in on that person I think yeah and I think to be fair like a Facebook group you can probably just block that person straight away it's still like 
I just think, think if that was done to you, like you've put all that hard work in and then someone just literally just bulldozed you out the way, like how fucking annoying. Like yeah. I'd be so wound up because yeah. all your hard work's basically gone to pot because if people then, you know, do build a relationship with that person because they're idiots and decide to do that, then like, yeah. it's just so annoying. So I just think, put yourself in someone else's shoes of like, if that was to happen to you, like how would you feel? like absolutely and it's and also like consider what that actually makes you look like because for a lot of people within that group they're going to see that for what it is and they're not going to want to work with you I would not want to work with someone like that no and also talking on like being salesy I personally think it makes you look desperate now you know you could be having your worst month possible we all have it I've had months where I'm like, so like, for example, before summer this month, this year, summer's normally my quietest period. I slightly always go into a panic because I'm like, oh, I'm not getting any inquiries. Am I going to get the work? Stress, stress, stress. Actually ended up being my business time of the year, which made more stress. Yeah. But like, I wouldn't then go and be like doing a mad dash, like, you know, calling people stuff and that, like. Yeah. Because that's not going to get me sales or help me make sales. That's just going to make my reputation worse, actually, because people are going to be like, oh, have you, like, God, like, Amy constantly is, like, cold DMing me or whatever. So I'm never going to get those people to buy from me. So I'm cutting down my audience more by doing that. I also actually think on that note entirely, that is something to, to consider in terms of your entire content strategy, is that you yeah. actually don't want to sell that much so you want to be selling behind the scenes all the time obviously but you don't want to be doing the hard sell externally all the time you don't want people to like to see that you're constantly having to promote your business because it makes people think you don't have work and you don't have clients so Amy and I were talking about this not that long ago about how I actually put very little salesy content out there on LinkedIn and TikTok, which are the main two platforms that I promote on at the moment, but they are my biggest drivers for new clients, whether that is someone purchasing a course or whether that is someone working with me one-on-one, but I don't lead with selling. I lead with providing valuable content. And the idea is that people are like, oh my God, like she really knows her stuff. Like, how can I work with her? How can I learn from her? How can I do what she's doing, what she does for her clients, whatever? That is the way that I use social media to make money in my business. And since I've really, really leaned into that, my business has grown so much more. Mm. Um, Whereas I think if every post you put out is selling, even if you don't have any clients, you don't actually have any work to do, just act like you do or provide educational valuable content like we've talked about this quite a lot I think already in our TikTok episode that that is that's where it's at on platforms like that that's the same across the board people want to learn from you and the idea is rather than you putting one post out or one DM out or one email out and getting that one person that they might bite but they probably won't you could put a post out on TikTok and 3,000 people could see it and you could get five leads coming from that so I think it's about what the best uses of your time to attract the most amount of people all the while you want to be building a community around you of people that still see you as an authority within the industry it might be they don't have the budget to work with you it doesn't mean they don't want to like I've got like 17,000 followers on TikTok right now I don't have 17,000 clients but 
out of those followers, there's probably quite a lot of them that are like, if I had the budget, I would work with Kate. And so what, you know, the idea is that behind the scenes, hopefully once they get to the point where they have that budget, they'll work with me. And in the meantime, the people that do have the budget are coming through and working with me anyway. So that's kind of the kind of stream that you want to build rather than this constant just contacting people out of the blue and having to prove who you are and what you know and how you can help them. That doesn't make any sense. Yeah, exactly. And I mean, it's probably something we can cover on another topic in terms of like short term and long term strategy plans, um, because obviously you do have to have a balance Yeah. Uh, in terms of like, you know, you might need to want or want to make quick sales. So do that in, you know, one way compared to a different way. Um, but we can cover that in like another topic because it's probably a bigger conversation but I think it's just thinking about I always just think as well like how do you like to be sold to like Mm -hmm. and then think how your audience might you know like to be sold to as well um nine times out of ten people don't like to be sold to it's the same as you know another example of when you go in the shop and they go anything I can help you with oh I hate that (laughs) leave me alone (laughs) you're just gonna walk out the shop because you're like now I don't want to buy this TV because all you're doing is staring me out. Like You literally feel like they're breathing down your neck, don't you? Yeah. Like, there's always like a 10% of me that's like, what if they think I'm a shoplifter? And then like the 90% of me that is like, they want the commission from my sale if I'm going to buy and I don't even know if I want to. I know, and, exactly. Yeah. And I yeah. think it is that thing of like, most people don't like that. Um, so if you are like that, don't do it to other people. Um so yeah, is there any others in terms of like what you can Not really, I mean, I feel like we've covered, I feel good for getting the rant off my chest. Yeah, I feel like we needed this one today, didn't we? <laughs> yeah, really, really did. So Amy and I filmed two podcast episodes today, this one and one before, and the one before was really, really value driven to give you guys some really helpful tips. <laughs> With this one, we were like, just feel like we need to get some stuff off our chest. Just a little rant every now and then. Yeah, yeah. Um, so but, actually, it'd be really good to know from you guys if you can let us know um, on socials, like what what you prefer. Like, do you like a mixture of both, or do you want Amy and I to just come on here and rant, or are you like yeah. girls? Like, I'm not going to listen to you rant for half an hour, so please just give me the educational stuff. Um, obviously, think- we're still new to this. We're new to the podcast. We don't yeah. quite yet know its direction. We just know we what we know. Our goal is that we want to provide value for you guys in exactly. this platform and I and you know I still think there's value in this in terms of like if I round up the podcast like I guess key takeaways are like if we talk about direct selling whether that's through dms engagement and so forth like that the key takeaway is to be authentic and you know do it in an organic and natural way don't try to do like hard selling of um you know just dropping a dm that then talks all about yourself for example um and then i guess in the the other takeaway would be kind of like if you're thinking about like strategy and things of like content you can do that in a way of doing it as like educational so you're selling your expertise by telling them educational content that's going to help them you know if you're giving five tips on seo and that's got so much value in it people are going to be like if this is only five things like what else does that person know for example yeah Um, so yeah I guess it is just finding those ways of not being you know a a hard sale as such or too salesy this is it and there I think it's the 
it's the whole idea that there are so many ways you can sell without being salesy and the whole point of us talking about this was to talk about how to sell without being salesy and actually if you're here chances are you have connected with Amy or I on social media and we both sell without being salesy and you're here so even if you haven't bought something from us you are part of our community and that and we've done that through not being salesy yeah exactly and I think another thing just to quickly round it off is a sale doesn't have to always mean a sale because if you think about long term and short term like Short term could be a quick sale, but long term could be building up a relationship with someone to then become a sale. I've got someone who's recently signed on. He's been following me on social for over two years. Wow. I don't even, I didn't even know they followed me, to be honest. Like, but now they've purchased because they've followed that journey. They've listened to my educational content. They know that I'm the expert to help them with that. And they've purchased. Like, it doesn't have to be, you know, straight away yes yeah yeah and the idea and obviously I know we I think we should definitely talk about this in another episode but obviously that is the idea isn't it about building these audiences is that you're kind of covered in the long and short term um, rather than yeah having to rely on buying email lists and sending out cold emails and I mean I don't even think that works when I worked for a marketing agency I don't I know we're rounding up the episode but I just want to finish I'll do a little uh, so I worked for a marketing agency and this was pre-GDPR where you could get away with buying like the email marketing lists of like thousands of people. Yeah. Now. And the actual conversion rates on a list like that, if you buy a list of contacts, are so horrendously low compared to the cost. I think the list of contacts costs in the region of like six, seven hundred pounds. And I want to say that I think it converted not even sales. We're talking people who were interested, who became like a lead within the business. Something ridiculous, like about one percent. Yeah. It's like definitely. when you think about how much you've spent and then they that's not even a customer that's been converted. It's just someone who may become a customer and actual conversion rates are then lower, aren't they? For yeah. someone who's like on an email list compared to. So, yeah. Um, again, that's probably something that we should cover off because you guys yeah. are probably sitting there like, what the frick are they talking about? <laughs> right. But we can cover all that kind of stuff off um, in another episode for you guys. Definitely. Um, cool. Well, this has been a very roundly ranty episode, but we hope you've enjoyed and it has given you some you know, value in terms of ideas on how not to sell. Um, like we said before, we'd love to hear from you guys on what you would like episodes on, what kind of style we style you would like um but yeah if you have any questions or um want to chat to us do reach out via social media